This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. This morning, we welcome Dato Ng Aunhui, Managing Director of Vision, a listed property player that specializes in affordable homes. Good morning, Dato, and welcome to the program. Good morning to you, Mr. Tan. Look, there's plenty of debate about what affordable really means when Mm. it comes to homes in Malaysia. So what's Vision's definition of affordable housing? I think in the market, there are too many versions of talking about uh, different affordable housings. And uh, to me, I think there are two big factors that we have to consider. First is price range. Price range, if you ask me, I think in urban area, it should be about 350 and above. Then if for rural area, more outskirts, I will, I will price it at 320 to, uh, and below also. Why? Because this is all subjected to land prices. Rural area, upskirt, you can get a cheaper price on the land. So it costs, uh, eventually the land price will attribute to the whole construction cost. That's right. Oh. So now we note that in the Pakatan Manifesto, the yeah. government uh, has a promise to build these 1 million, million yes, yeah, affordable million. homes over the next 10 years. Have you gotten any word from the government yet about this? Yes, I think they are working hard on that, even though they know this is, I think, a tough task to them to build one million houses. You can imagine <laughs> how many meter cube or how many tons of steel bar they have to put in. Mm. So they are now uh, started to prepare and they have their officers and all this have looking into the methodology, how to speed up the process. I think the most toughest uh, this Pakatan government going to face is land issue. Because every state in Malaysia, every state got their land code. They practice it differently. So I hope Pakatans, our federal government, can sit down with all the state to get this uh, land issue to be settled. When it comes to affordable housing, one of the more well-known programs was the Prima program. You got the uh, current housing ministry that said they only achieved less than 2% of what they intended to do, right? So what is your message to the Pakatan government beyond the land issues? How can they avoid the same pitfalls that Prima had? I, I didn't say to give them any advice. I think the Pakatan government have uh, started the first step, the, the correct action. They are now putting all these agencies, including others, uh, affordable houses uh, agencies, under one roof of KPKT, we call it. You know, So at present, they are solving out all these technical issues that earlier other agencies that they are facing. Now, historically, you have been pretty reliant on government jobs, how are you going to mitigate the expected pullback in government spending? Because we have had the finance minister already saying that budget 2019 will be one that involves belt tightening. Yeah, you got yeah, the prime yeah. minister saying that budget 2019 <laughs> is going to be a sacrificial budget. Mm. You rely on government jobs. So uh, how are you going to offset that uh, pullback in spending? Yeah, actually we have foreseen this after the 509 election. So to vision, earlier, even though we are on 50-50 basis on government contracts, and now we look at the government, they are going to string down their expenditure on development. So now first step is we are exploring our opportunity into private sector. And second step, actually, we already, you know, started looking for good opportunity to venture into affordable home 
we ourselves to be the property developer. Right. Yeah. And we note that you have that JV with Pansajati to develop 3,800 affordable homes in Putrajaya. But now with this change in federal government, is that project still going on? We haven't uh, got the definite uh, answer from Pakatan government, but we are we have actually sending letter to appeal and start the ball rolling to discuss about how to make it possible. Mm. What about all the other projects? I believe it's with Rumah WIP, that's the Federal Territories Affordable Housing Project. You have some in Gomba and other yeah, parts of yes. Malaysia as well. Are those still going on? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think those projects that is in the process, that is more than 15% of uh, progressive work, the government actually encourages you to proceed. And all these are not affected at all. Okay. The reason I ask is because I want to see how Vision is coping with this change in federal government, right? Because mm. there is this perception out there that Vision is a BN-linked stock, right? a stock that's linked mm. to Barisan National because of your history in the property space, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I understand you have been trying to shed that perception. Do you think the markets are buying your uh, new narrative? I think this is a wrong perception, uh, Mr. Tan. Why? Because all the while, even though we are getting contract from government, but it's all go through tenders, you know? So even though there are some selective tenders, and our expertise in affordable home is a well-known. That is our strength. And in terms of technical effect, we are actually won the contract through tenders. So definitely, uh, we are a businessman, you know. So if you talking about businessmen, normally we don't talk politics. So new government to me, I'm actually looking forward. I've got more confidence with them and with their transparencies, policies. I believe we are secured. Uh, more contract. How have you been able to maintain that clear line between, as you say, mm. business and politics? Because yeah. in the past, and given all these allegations that are surfacing now mm. since May 9th, mm. we see that blurring of lines between business and politics, especially in the previous administration. How are you able to keep that line very, very clear? Actually, it's simple. You know, to us, if you are a businessman, you are a contractor, you do your job, job well. You deliver in time provide good quality job, I think whoever the government, they will love you. You know, they are looking for performance anyway. So this is my uh, basic principle. Maintain your quality, maintain your relationship. You know, anyway, a human being, we need relationship. Mm. But politics is beyond that. So we, we are doing that. Lah, you know? mm. yeah. Well, whatever you're doing looks to be working out because looking at your financial year ending yeah. May 2018, net income rose by almost 43 times. Yeah. The prior financial year net income, less than 600,000 ringgit to over 26 million ringgit. This is yeah. for the yeah. uh, 12 months ending May 2018. Yes. 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 So, looks like that 280 million ringgit reverse yeah. takeover of Wirashuko, uh, that's paying off, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, Mr. Tan, this, I think, there are a little bit of history we have to talk about this because I was invited into as an MD in uh, a Supreme the previous name of Vision. So 2016, I changed the company name to be Vision. Then 2017, we injected Virashuko into Vision. Mm. That's why you can see the profit jump so much. Is because of the injection. All these profits are contributed by uh, Virashuko. Right. Uh, but can that momentum be maintained that once that low base effect is gone, because you are in a new financial year right now, how are you going to sustain that kind of momentum oh, growth? I think this is a good question. We are very confident. We are, when you look at my order books, 
at present is 3.9 million. It's seven times my market cap. So if with the high growth order books in hand, I think I'm very confident to deliver even better results. 3.9 million or 3.9 billion? 3.9 billion. Right. Uh, and yeah. how long will that last you until? It will last me until early 2022. Okay, 2022. Yes, 2022. Okay. Yeah. But then again, with the pullback in government spending, do you think that's enough for you to uh, you know offset that decline? I think I'm able to, uh, first thing. And second, I think also I'm looking forward giving our new government a two years time maximum, you know, maybe one year plus. I think they will be doing well. And be more stable, and they will start spend money mm. for to to stimulate our economy. So in the next one two years, you're just going to focus only on the private sector. Uh, private sector definitely plus government sector. Because at present, my contract in hand is still uh, close to 50% uh, government. So you see, they will keep me uh, moving for the next two years. Mm. So I think I confidently I should have no problem by going through this process. Yeah. While you sound confident with that outlook there, that near-term outlook over the next one, two years, mm. yet shareholders not exactly jumping for joy though. You know, Even with that 43 times gain on year for your net income, your share prices have been rather subdued, still trading in the 12 to 14 cent range. So why this disconnect? What's going on here? This is capital market. It's beyond my control. My job is to deliver whatever we promise. As earlier we said, we were having a big order books, you know, and prices of share prices is determined by the market lah, and uh, global market also. Aren't you concerned that your market cap isn't reflective of the kind of order book that you have? That yes, you can... yes. Uh, so you uh, are concerned? I'm very concerned. But you see, it's beyond my control. This is a capital market. Capital markets belong to everybody. Not me alone can can talk about it. Yeah, I mean, looking at the share price performance, you know, mm. 18 years ago, back in the year 2000, well, mm. specifically February of the year 2000, mm. your shares were trading at four ringgit and 48 cent, <laughs> four forty-eight. Now it's down in the teens. No, 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 Mr. Tan. People will have a wrong perception because you see, year 2000, this is belong to other owner. I mean, management is totally different. We only took over the management during year 2015. So they was in trouble. That's why we went in light and white night to rescue the company. So I'm now doing some good deed, you know, good job to Vision, to Astra Supreme, actually, I should say. Astra Supreme was in trouble. So we went in to rescue. Yeah, well, you say you're doing a good job, but share yeah. prices from 2015 till now, pretty flat. I mean, actively uh, traded. We see that every day. BFM mentions Vizion <laughs> pretty much every day among one yeah. of the most actively traded counters. Okay, yes. But it uh, barely budges. Actually, it, it, I'm not worried on that. Because, you see, as an owner or as a contractor, I have to deliver. Once I deliver my result, sooner or later when the market comes back, it will reflect the actual value of the company. So be patient, my shareholder. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And now yeah. we understand you are undertaking a couple of exercises to try and boost those share prices. So yeah. we'll dive into those details in the second half. I'm speaking to Dato Ng Onhui, Managing Director of Vision. This is The Breakfast Grill. Stay tuned. 
Thanks for staying with us here on The Breakfast Grill. I'm Tan Chung Han and with me is Dato Ng On Hui, Managing Director of Vision, again a listed property player that specializes in affordable housing, at least historically. Yeah. right? Yeah. Dato, now we note some measures that you're trying to put into place to try and boost your share yeah. prices. So let's talk about your share consolidation, share consolidation. Uh, exercise there, seven into one. Yeah. So what's the intended outcome here? We have done our EGM on the 4th of September and we have got the mandate from shareholder. They approve our consolidation. So the first step when we reduce this is we are trying to avoid as people keep calling us as a penny, a penny stock. Mm. So second is we uh, after consolidation, we will attract more bigger fund holder. So this is our make our move to be more effective and in terms of, I did not to say it will affect the prices immediately. Mm. But definitely, they say now it's 14 cents. After consideration, time seven. So it will be 98 cents. It may come to a dollar. Right. Yeah. Have you started reaching out to some institutional uh, funds? Fund? Yes, mm. yes. We have actually, earlier, we have done some uh, visit to bigger funder. They always, we, at the end, after the discussion, they will tell us, your share or your company prospect is very good. Mm-hmm. But sorry to say, you are under penny stock. We are not able to take out. Yeah. So I feel very disappointed. And that's in line with what I'm hearing from mm. the industry as well. You know? So oh. I spoke to a few analysts. You know, one of them said, you know, look, they don't cover you. Right, they don't cover Vision <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, yeah. well, according to this analyst, there's nothing unique about Vision per se. So, what's mm. your response to that? Oh, uh, perhaps uh, maybe this analyst they got their different view. But if you look at my company's prospect on order book itself, it's already seven times. I did not, to, did not to say I'm the biggest, but I think I should be the top five. I'm seven times on my market cap. Mm. So you can imagine. Uh, why he said my performance is not good, it cannot be that. Right. Beyond your order book, then what else is your edge? Not just in the affordable housing sector, but in the property sector as a whole here in Malaysia. Yes, yes. You know, construction is our core business, so we can never forget. We cannot never run away from this. But at the same time, we are always looking forward and looking for opportunity to be a developer, especially on affordable home. Mm. developer because it, it complements my construction arm you know so this is the direction that I will move forward but do you have the expertise to move up the value chain though? I think no problem so far we I mean for small uh, we are participating personally to invest in other development scheme that we, we buy up 20% 15% share and I learn from there for the past 8 years so now Vision have actually venture into two development projects, one's in Penang, uh, that's called Jack UD, you mm-hmm. know, and the other one is the Putrajaya just now that we talked about. Right. So hopefully these two will bring uh, a better prospect to us. All right, and we'll get more into your Penang presence in just a bit. Another exercise that you're doing, you're trying to raise funds via a private placement. Yeah, the goal yeah. is to raise 67 million ringgit. Yeah. Yet the deadline has been pushed back several mm. times now. So the current deadline as it stands is October 26, I believe. Yes, yes. What's the holdup? Why all these uh, delays? Actually, first is the timing. You know, that time when we start doing this, then election. So because of the uncertainties and, you know, investors normally, they want to see 
who is the government first, then only they will start thinking whether to invest or not. Mm. So after the election, the market was also quite volatile. So I think now is we are actually finalizing it. Okay. Uh, so. And then October 26, how confident are you of that deadline? Uh, no problem. We are able to settle this. All right. Okay. Yeah. And then from that 67 million, about half will go towards your Gomba project. Yes. Another half will go towards your Somonier project. Yes. How soon can you start putting those funds to work? Oh, uh, for Gomba project, we already, uh, we are, earlier we have placed out about 5%. We already used, used up that fund to do my Gomba project. The, just how you mentioned about the uh, Rumavik. Rumavik, uh, yeah. So this coming one, we are, we are actually just started the Semonget project and it's in time for us. Yes, so the money yes. will come in just in time. Yes. <laughs> All right. Lucky. Yeah. So let's come back to your presence in Penang then. Back in April of this year, mm. you bought up 30% of Zenith Urban Development in Rambahat for yeah. one ringgit. Zenith Urban Development, that's a JV, joint venture yes. between Consortium Zenith and one of your subsidiaries, Wira Shuko. Shuko. So what yes. was the rationale for this acquisition then? Actually, this is the first step for us to move into Penang. And everybody know that Janik is uh, also involved in the undersea tunnels project, mm-hmm. the mega infrastructure project. And I think when I partner with them, so we move into the mega infrastru- infrastructure project also will be part of the conditions. This deal, your purchase of ZUD, Zenith uh, Urban Development, mm, mm. how much did that facilitate your involvement in Penang? I mean, as opposed to, say, getting some of these jobs, for example, your Penang submarine pipeline jobs, mm-hmm. based on your own merits, could you yeah. have done it without buying ZUD? Oh, yes, yes, yes. So then why yeah. buy ZUD then? Because uh, ZUD is a company that has a negative book value. Its liabilities exceed its assets. So why purchase it if you can get those jobs without... Because um, we can see the potentials, you know, ZUD is the piece of land. Even now, they are in negative until I said. But in future... This piece of land after the development, the GDV have 200 over million GDV. And that location is fantastic. Mm. So we confident that he can bring us good profit later. With the broader mega road project in yeah. Penang, which Consortium Zenith is the uh, contractor for, mm. right? that project has been shrouded in controversy. right? So how much of an overhang is that controversy going to have on your presence in Penang? This is an, a, a tough question, <laughs> Mr. Tan, because when you say controversy, because of, you are coming from the other angle. Actually, this is a good project. It's, it's something like uh, in KL, we got outer ring route. So this mega infrastructure work is another outer ring route for Penang to disperse all the traffic jam. Mm. So it's actually a necessity project. So when somebody comes from other angle, so they will say it's a controversy. So I leave it to the state government to decide. I, I cannot comment much on that. This project you know, has been struggling to lift off for years now, yes, right? So four year plus. It. Yeah, you know, so it's taken a long time. Yeah. Do you have the kind of holding power to sit and wait? Uh, actually, now it's at the end. And uh, I think the CM, the new CM... Chief uh, Minister? Uh, yeah, yeah, YAB uh, uh, Chief Minister have already announced that the mega infrastructure works they must move. 
except the undersea tunnel, they are still studying. Mm. Before we end this, yeah. let's zoom back up and talk about some broader things. Mm. Part of the Pakata Manifesto as well mm. uh, is that tax incentives will be given to companies that focus on not just affordable housing, but also on industrialized building systems, IBS. Yes. yes. How much has Vision incorporated IBS into your operations? Uh, we are actually full frets involving in IBS because, you see, IBS is... is is a must in construction industry. Looking forward, hopefully, uh, government will help to expedite on this process. It become a compulsory, uh, mandatory item. But you've got IBS 100% already. IBS, we cannot say it's 100% or what, because according to JKR, we got a scoring point. It's a point form. So as long as you achieve 75% IBS, you are actually qualified to say you are having the IBS system. Okay, now what's your outlook for the property sector going into 2019? Because I'm looking at some data from MIDF research. They mm. cite the business confidence in the construction sector alone. Mm. Uh, that fell by almost 25% in the second quarter of 2018 when GE14 happened. Then yeah. in the third quarter, it's still down by about 8%. Mm. So mm. how confident is Vision in this Malaysia Baru? What's your outlook for the property? <laughs> Sector. Actually, if at present, uh, I should say property sentiment is still considered weak, you know. So if you compare to maybe uh, uh, four years back, to before 2014, our property sector is so vibrant. So if we you are looking into correct sector, such as affordable home, so property can consider this sector is considered good sector mm-hmm. that we should concentrate, focus on it. All right, last but not least, mm. your wish list, uh, Dato, for the upcoming budget 2019. Oh, this is, I think, is a tough budget for the new government. But hopefully, they don't cut too much on the development expenditure, uh, at least maintain as to the previous year's budget. Otherwise, uh, citizens may have... Uh, a, a, a tough life to survive for next one year. All right. But we still wish you all the best in the Thank coming you. years. And yeah. again, you've got to yeah. check back in with us in two years from now. Yeah? Sure. All right. Yeah. That you. was Dato Ng On Hui, Managing Director for Vision. This is The Breakfast Grill. I'm Tan Chung Han for BFM 89.9, The Business Station.